Lord. They don't let people up here, period. It's not no celebrities. It's right. not none of that shit like that. So I called Tony. Tony's all, Tony G, this was our producer that did La Raza and all that. And my mom Tony girl told me this on the phone. He's all, this is two weeks before anybody had even knew anything. And then all of a sudden, he's all, he's all, nah, you know, he's got bronchitis, but it's turning into like some stages tuberculosis. They're trying to get it out of him now, but don't trip. We're going to be all good. They're still telling me during this week, but this girl had already told me that he was on the ace floor. So... Two weeks after, the week before they even were gonna announce it, Tony calls me on the floor and phone, and he's all serious as hell. I mean, he's all Tootie, what? They call me Tootie, you know, the name that my family called me. So right. he's all Tootie. What, what happened with the, uh, um, how did you find out about that for real? Because Easy has AIDS, like that. And I said, I told you, Tony. I, I, but I, I, I never really had told anybody or really had knew none of that stuff. So during that time of Easy even going from, from, any kind of like anything of that. First of all, you gotta you gotta even think of that tragedy. No girl. Steve, are you? That they got what do you think of the way the this story is unrolling? Thing. I'm gonna tell you what happened with Easy getting AIDS, and I believe this to this day. And I don't care if you guys got it on film. You could tell the world. They they is they get Ross talking. Yeah. What is so he's gonna? I mean, yeah, he's gonna. Well, he already he's just shut the, the fuck up and listen. Jesus he's about to drop God. it right now. Okay, go ahead. Listen, okay. this is what his theory is. Go ahead. Okay. You ready for his theory? Yeah. Tainted needles with acupuncture needles that tainted him and gave it to him because he got he got hurt in Honda Valley on quad runners and he was riding quads and and, and what happened was is that someone I won't say the name but people know the name I don't want to say that name because yeah, it's the devil's name but you know another person in rap if you know your history of rap calls him a devil so. If you know your history in rap or West Coast rap, you'll know who I'm saying. But I was told even in the last conversation from Easy not to even talk to that man. And not only that, God fucking say it. They really had a stronghold of giving him tainted needles with 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 the AIDS virus in them through acupuncture. Because how how how? So what he's saying? Thank you for translating. Is Suge. Go ahead. So he got easy okay, got go her running riding quads. Got that part. Right. And he's saying that Suge set him up. Is he saying he Suge him, or Jerry Heller? I think he's saying Suge. Okay. Suge had somehow tainted a needle, gave it to acupuncturist, and the acupuncturist punctured easy with a tainted needle. Now, dude, that's way too far fetched. Yeah, I mean, to that, me, like, uh, a, I don't right, think I don't even think it works like that. Yeah. yeah, and then like, how would you ensure that a needle, an acupuncture needle, could actually get in your bloodstream and like? Well, for have one, the AIDS virus dies as soon as it hits oxygen. Right. So it, how they're going to get it onto a needle and then into? For, first of all, exactly, Steve. You would need. First of all, you need a vial. Yeah. A viable AIDS blood. Right. Right. Then uh, you need to get an acupuncture. Inject it right into him. And then, right. And no you acupuncture. Get acupuncture. Right. It's straight. It you have to have inject him. You have to get a shot with AIDS blood. Yeah, and I don't like even. And I think that the the the. And anybody who's seeing some blood get shot, no one's gonna say something. And then when you punk, when you take that needle, it's not like a hypodermic needle that they're putting in your back for acupuncture. 
It's not like hollow filled with a bunch of stuff. Right. No, and it doesn't even hit your your, your uh, veins. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, this sound, it sounds kind of weird. Weird. It's just weak. That's weak. <laughs> and then imagine you sit through all that, like, you know, blather. You're like, you know your rap history. Wait a minute. But the person that's saying this, like, they never think that maybe, like, about what they're saying. Like, okay, let me first investigate if AIDS can be carried through acupuncture needle. Like, can you really do that even? No. And I don't, I know. So I'm thinking if us three know that that's really almost 99.9% impossible. Yeah. It's never crossed this guy's mind before he starts speaking on a tele on a show. Well, this is what like he's, that he might sound completely retarded. Well, you know what well, listen, you know, David Carradine, David Carradine, David Carradine, Kung Fu, Kung Fu, Kung Fu. That guy, they found his ice cord, ice cold corpse in a closet with women's underwear on, and choked. No, you're. Is that David Carradine or is that the guy from fucking Hogan's Heroes? Nope. It's David, David Carradine. Carradine. Okay. He was in Tokyo, right? Or something like yeah, that? Yeah, some or Asian no? country. Okay. Guy, auto asphyxiation, whatever the fuck that right. is, right? Jacking off and choking himself out. Okay. Everybody found out. Kung Fu. But later, people around who are still alive and whatever were like, oh, yeah, that was. Um, it was a rival kung fu gang caught him and tied him up and faked him out like that. So, you know, the, he wasn't really into autoerotic asphyxiation. That was a rival gang, kung fu gang, that was mad that he disclosed secrets. And then, you know, you hear stories about, you know, all kinds of whatever. I think stories like this, it's either... A, someone from a record company or whatever wants to muddy the waters as to how Easy E, who is still, you know, after death, a top selling record artist, mm -hmm. to generate interest and controversy, conspiracy theories in the subject matter to reinvigorate sales, whatever, reinvigorate rivalry, or somebody who really can't wrap their head around the fact that the truth is is that even the hardest guy, even if he wasn't hard, not hard, whatever, is susceptible to being taken out by a disease. It's like one or two of those things. That's sure, what I think. sure. But let's not forget about the connotation of it being AIDS. What do you mean? There's uh you know, it's it's if if easy if they were saying easy just died of tuberculosis or easy just died of cancer, easy there's that's like him succumbing to a disease or being taken out by a disease. And I don't think people are stripping off that. It's AIDS. It's AIDS. Meaning that there was either... Associated with homosexuality. Homosexuality or intravenous drug use. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't and, disagree and with that. And I think that. that that guy being such a, a gangster rapper, uh, you know, if he I don't think it would be a thing if he had AIDS. I mean, if he had cancer. I think the whole thing was that it was the AIDS thing and it leaves people, maybe some of his people think it leaves a mark on his legacy. Legacy. You know? Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean. Because it's unknown how he, and cancer's like, oh, roll the dice. You just got that shit. Right. I mean, what's more plausible <laughs> that fucking Suge tainted a acupuncture needle uh -huh. or Suge may have 
sent a chick his way that had AIDS. I don't know. I I don't even know. You know how many chicks that guy's got? You know how many? What kind of girl you'd have to send to hit that target with a guy like Easy E? He's got so much. There's so many bitches showing up for that guy. Right. He had his pick. And and also, how easy? Like I, from what I understand, the transmission from woman to guy isn't as easy. Right as a uh, man to woman. Yeah, I don't think it's like a direct. Like oh, it's something else. I. I don't know how he got AIDS. I don't know. Was that, he gay? I I don't even know. Could be. I don't know, man. Eddie Murphy was fucking picking up dudes That's that were dressed like women. I who knows? And we all know that there's a certain donut shop somewhere in the uh-huh. city where where oh, you, you might know, find anybody. Right. It's just the truth. <laughs> Nobody talks about it. We all know. It's like the watering hole down there in the savannah. You know, all the predators and the fucking. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sheep and the ducks and the goats, they all go and drink right. there. And nobody says anything. So who the fuck uh, knows, right? But who knows what's going on? Yeah. I, you know what I take away from that is not the thing. It's just storytelling ability. Communication. Wow. Like, d- what, communication is, like, so important. Like, Sean, at what point do you jump off of a podcast? Like when you're listening to podcasts, at what point do you go, you know what? I don't got time for this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when they start Almost talking any- the way they were talking in that fucking video just now. Yeah. Almost anything, man. I mean, Seriously. it's gotta, it's gotta be super captivating. I feel like, yeah. what was one of your biggest disappointments? Uh, hmm. That's hard to say. Like what was one where you got on there and you were like, "All right, let's go. Here we go. I've been hearing about this." I think there's a lot of history ones that are just too slow. Right, uh, right. I, I like to listen to the. Okay, so like, if, dude. By the way, have you listened to our podcast uh, since we've gotten the commercials and shit like that? Yeah. I mean, listen to. Uh, all right, let me show you guys something. I don't. Okay. This is something I kind of wanted to talk about, actually. Let's see okay. if we can. Okay, so let's say I'm on Spotify and I go, you know what? I'm gonna listen to the Hard Luck podcast. I click on Hard Luck, right? Yeah. Right. And I go, what's the last episode? 154 Super Bowl. All right, what's that? Okay, okay. I'm gonna listen to it. Let's see. Me and my orange bike. Okay, I mean, I'm out. Right? What the fuck? Listen, this is me and my orange bike. I don't know what the fuck that that sounds like. Masturbation to me. All right, listen. Cruising down the road, lightens any load. Lightens any what? What the fuck is happening? I don't know. So think about this, right? We got our listeners. I'm sorry. Oh man, that's not good, bro. (laughs) That's definitely not good. (laughs) They're selling motherfucking. Baby toys? Yeah, what, what the hell's going on? on? What are they even selling? What is that product? What is that? Tonka? <laughs> Tonka trucks? Listen, Steve. Mattel? You, listen, you've turned selling a sweatshirt into an art form. Mm. How much do you understand about framing the product, associating the product? Uh, yes, man. Presentation, all of it. Right. It's all bad when Can you're you- hearing that. And I'm ready to listen to the Hard Luck Show. Right. Greatest show on earth. We got people that text us and tell us, like, greatest show on earth. Mm-hmm. Right? It's hard. It's Love real. Show. Thank you. Finally. Are you recording this, Sean? Yes. Please. 
Okay, right? Yes. Okay. So then the people that, you know, are putting us together, right? Mm -hmm. The geniuses, whoever they are, mm -hmm. in the front office, right? Guys that look like Carl Rove. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're sitting there going like, how are we going to package this fucking... With the communications degree from L.A. Trade Tech. Yeah. Yeah. You know, gangster, intellectual, you know, sound odyssey. What will we do? Okay, I've got some selections here, but this is my top pick, Bob. Me and my orange bike. <laughs> cruising down the road. Those people just were like, we'll run this make... with the hard luck. Right. Me and my orange cruising down the road. What are they even advertising there? That's what right. is that? Yeah, what is it? What's an orange? Better if we took a ride together, we <laughs> and <laughs> Right, imagine like, you know, you're getting ready to hear an Indian that's pissed off and wants to like scalp, you know, the establishment in their bed and then you're like, all right, you know, snotty nose res kids, fuck the man. New homes and miles of biking trails in Irvine, California. Learn more at greatparkneighborhoods.com. That's a local. That's a local company. Irvine. Irvine. Hi, we're from Wonder Bread. Right. <laughs> we're white as fuck. Plenty of new homes and bike paths. Wow, that's, that's kind of weird. Let's get down to Irvine. Get down to Irvine. They're making. They're building bike paths. Let me tell you about street crime. By the way, would you like to buy a home? It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I mean, listen to that. So it's like me and my orange bike, and then all of a sudden a gunshot. Horrible. Think about that. One of the hardest intros. I like that part. Right, one of the hardest intros. Right? I wish I could go right to some other. Um, if I could find them. Let's see. Which one it is. That's the reason why they switched over. Let's see. Yeah, I know a Boston. I know two Bostons, and they're both annoying as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we were like just going off on Boston? <laughs> you were we got like, no listeners in Boston. You were like, you, you were like, I know a Boston. <laughs> Their coach is a is a son of a bitch, man. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my yeah. orange bike. Hey, lots of nice homes in Irvine. Cole, Belichick's a, a real motherfucker. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> me and my orange bike. That's just not me. Uh, I, me saying that. You, you get out. People. I'm not talking about his coaching ability. Saying he's an asshole, dude. Like he's. I love that, dude. I love that. All right. Wait. You ready? Couldn't couldn't make it. Ready for what? You are. Oh, you gonna start it? Yeah. All right, hold on. Me and my... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, turn it up, man. I don't know what the fuck Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm a certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Muchel. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show. 
coming at you from the bunker in Southern California. Sitting across from me, my show co-host and partner is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Southern Californian, elegant barbarian. That was what set that fucking uh, shit on fire. Gore's wife, right? Didn't didn't what was Al Gore's wife's name that came out? And she was like, "We got to put warning labels on this shit. Kids want to fuck. We can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Kids just want to have fun." Yeah. And on sound, our sound engineer, old blue eyes himself, Sean Lewis, certified. Oh yeah, audio professional. Come on. One of the greatest engineer, oh. producer, sound manufacturer, Fred Hark. Cannot in this morning. Show me how the gods kill. Yeah! Come on! Come on! Yeah! Yeah! Man, yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Man, bro, let me tell you something. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come fucking, on. Fucking blue eyes, bro. Was fucking telling me about his dilemmas. <laughs> dilemmas? Yeah, I got a little many. bit of a dilemma. I got many. You got some dilemmas? What are your dilemmas, bro? What's your dilemma? What I could gather, bro, he really did get himself in a little bit of a, a dilemma. Pickle? A, pickle? a pickle? He's in a pickle? <clears throat> yeah. And the fucking whole headache starts with the letter K for Kia. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. What's the, what's the story? Give us the car story, bro. Let's go. Uh, um, I mean, I already told it kind of on the okay. show. The, yeah, the Kia was like, hey, that part's 800 bucks. Right. So now that they're like, uh, yeah, the labor's 570 the and parts eight hundred dollars. All right. The labor's five seventy. So okay. we're good right now at about almost fourteen hundred. Go ahead. And then the and then they want to charge me. I think it's like four hundred bucks. It's eighteen. It's almost nineteen hundred dollars. They have to get the part, okay. ship it out, calibrate it, have it shipped back, okay, and then uh, install it. Yeah. So I don't Dude, this know, is and this that's is one came, pickle. That's that, one pickle. Hey, and that was all from jump starting a car. Yeah. Man, what the fuck? That's terrible luck, okay, bro. So That's then, hard luck. Now listen to the other half. <laughs> yeah. Listen to the other half. Go ahead. And then I go to start my car. Oh, so my obviously I have battery issues. Mm-hmm. Right. So I charged, I bought a battery charger and charged my battery. Okay. And then I, you know, on the way to the show today, I go to start the car. I charged my battery yesterday. 
awful. Everything was cool. Unhook it. And then, um, yeah, I go to start the car. The Beamer, not the Kia. Wow. And it just wouldn't do anything. So now the Beamer ain't starting. It ain't even making any noise when he's trying to fucking... He's like, there's something going on. Might be the starter. I'm going to have to fucking... Because he's got a guy that's ready to buy the Beamer. Yeah, but he's waiting for the fucking... The title in right. the mail. Yeah. Trying to get the title in the mail, which took DMV fucking... A month. Look at that. There's, that? That's old like Blue a, Eyes driving down the road. and sounds like a fucking... Uh, Come on, Blue. Lawnmower. Put a hey, lawnmower you, engine on a bike. Can you get that started, dude? Come on. Anyway. Man. But I need the money from the Beamer to pay for the Kia. And it's just fucking... Now I got to wait for the What title. do you do, man? You're driving in a Cadillac. You're cruising down the street, and you're hearing these like pickle, these car pickle stories, Steve. What's your, what's your I'm perspective? I'm trying to figure out a solution for him. You What's know. the solution, oh, Blue Eyes? I mean, I might have to get the starter and the... I mean, it depends on what's wrong with the Beamer. And the I've started Dude, you for sound a like Aaron Rodgers right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, the starter for the Beamer, that motherfucker's got to cost a pretty penny and the installation. Yeah, I might not make any money. I might have to... I might have you might to, come out of pocket. Yeah. Hey, hey oh, Blue go. Eyes, uh, can, I, I know you had the whole game and everything. Can you tell us how you're feeling? Uh, gutted, gutted. <laughs> gutted. Uh, so wait so what are your plans for Super Bowl Sunday Steve what are you going to be doing well it's like this go ahead I am picking up an order of Enzo's pizza ah, oh, yeah. and uh, uh, chicken wings yeah. uh, all by way of uh, Joe's house so I'm going to pick all that stuff up and bring it over so uh, all the guys have a uh, some stuff to watch the Super Bowl. But I'm going to also be juggling because I'm trying to see my my kids and my grandson tomorrow as well. So that's But from 3 to 6, I'll be in front of the TV watching this game. Right. Sean, about, what do you, where are you going to be watching this game? I don't know. Man. Probably at home. Somewhere. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, what was interesting was uh, I was reading about... Because, you know... This Super Bowl, in part, right, again, battle of the ages, right? Mm-hmm. Battle of the ages. Mm-hmm. You got the young Mahomes against the old, old Tom Brady, right? And so it got me uh, looking <coughs> and doing some research into old quarterbacks <coughs> that got into a new team and had a completely different experience. Apparently, there's a lot of coaches that are afraid to trade quarterbacks that have promise yeah. but aren't really hitting all the Pistons on their team because they know that sometimes when you trade the quarterback, he goes to another team and does fucking phenomenal, right. and they look like shit. Right? Do you guys have any like examples or anything like a uh, like Drew Bledsoe? Or... Joe Montana did it. What do you mean? He went to Kansas City and won come a, on, won a bowl. That's right. He how old was he when Joe Montana did that? I don't know. Oh, thank you. Know. All right. What about Warren Moon? Do you remember Warren Moon, Steve? Oh, the Oilers. Right? Yeah. Right? There's like a fucking... What do not, you do? Not doing shit old, goes to a new team and fucking has a completely different experience. Yeah, y'all, y'all young folks don't know about the Oilers. Yeah, the Houston Oilers. Yeah. Why do you say that? What makes you say... Because they're gone. Where, yeah, they're where gone. are they? What are they now? Are the Texans or something? Yeah. Texas Titans? Yeah, no. The, Tennessee uh, Titans? Houston, yeah, Houston uh, Texans. Houston Texans. They're Texans. Houston Texans, right. With Houston the bull Oil. on the side, right? Right. Joe Montana 
right? In 1993, he was aging and battling injuries. He pushed out of the way for who was the young? Steve Young. That's yeah. right. And spent his last two seasons as Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, instead, they went to a 17-8 and eight, two seasons as the Chiefs started making the postseason both years and earning an AFC title game in 1993, which was unheard of. And he was old. And actually, Tom Brady is, I believe, going to be the oldest star player in the Super Bowl ever. Um, what? Not a quarterback, but Go ahead. Jerry Rice, man. I mean, they just kept shoving him off to different teams. And every time, he was still able to perform. He was old, too. Mm-hmm. What I about... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't know how old he was when he retired, but... What about Kurt Warner, right? Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. He was undrafted, cut by the Green Bay Packers, right? Had to play in NFL Europe, whatever the fuck that is. Remember that? Yeah. Um, And then he led the greatest show on turf, Turf. right, to a Super Bowl victory in 1999. He went from zero to hero. Yeah, he sure did. That's right? a real, real success story. That's right a there. real success story. Mm. Um, so I just thought about that. But about uh, Steve, um, what is your prediction for the point spread here in the Super Bowl coming up? What is it? Three, three and a half. Uh, that's last I looked, I looked. Yeah, it might be different now. Let's see what the spread is. What do you think? Who? What the score? What's the score going to look like? You tell me what KC is going to have, and what KC is uh, going to beat them at least by seven. Do you think this is going to be a high-scoring game? Um, yeah, I do. I do, but... Um, 17 to 28, uh, KC, does that sound about right to you? Yeah, I like that. Right? I'm looking at, I'm thinking TB, right, tuberculosis, uh-huh. uh, something like a 21 to 18. Just an, a, a squeaker, but they win. They just nose out. Sean? Uh, dude, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. You do? I mean, both these offenses are high-powered. In the 50s, huh? Right. No, combined. I don't know about 50s. No, but... combined. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Definitely. Right. Right. All right. All right. So, um, so Steve, for this last week, what's been, what, what's been sticking in your craw? What's irritating you? Everything. Oh, come on, man. I don't know what's going on, dog. Come on, man. It's been a tough week. It's been a hard, weird week. I haven't been able what to was it. weird about I it? I couldn't get into. I couldn't get into. I just couldn't get myself focused and really in it. I was having troubles all week. Been in my head all week. Uh, been cold all week. Don't have an appetite. Um, just yeah, man. It's a really, really tough week, bro. I don't know what's going on. Really, I was having a tough week. And I feel really, um, um, what's that other word? Um, Fatigued, man. But I don't have, this has been going on for a while now. But there's some other things going on why I would feel that way. But it was just a tough week. I'm going to make some changes this weekend and try and get in a better headspace. But uh, I was really having problems or having trouble, challenged, getting into my projects and really working hard and applying myself this week uh, is a difficult week for me. Sean, what are you hearing? What am I hearing? Well, I'm hearing I mean, him. you make a fate. Don't uh, just tell me what's in your gut, samurai. 
um, I'm hearing a guy coming up against, you know, uh, some hardship. Yeah, what's, uh, but but I'm also, I'm also, I'm hearing alienation. Oh, yeah, for sure. Disconnection and alienation. Totally, bro. Totally isolated this week. Why, man? What's, what, is there something that you feel that you're being perceived as that it's not true or something and so it's caused you, you know, sometimes I, right, I'll just speak for me. There are times where, for whatever reason, I think like um, I fucked up personally and not in any normal way or anything, but just like I did something and it's not coming off right and then I think people are noticing it and then I start thinking about are they noticing it and before you know it, I'm like in this headspace of analyzing self-conscious. Is it that? No. What is it? Um, I just, I don't physically feel well. You don't think it's COVID? No. And it, it, because the, this, this has been, this has really been going on for like a few weeks. And do you think, what do you think it's related to? Um. Uh, a couple of things. I mean, I mean, I was, I just got, I was doing, I was doing um, testosterone. So you think that I cut, I just stopped it, cold turkey. Right. After a, a, a long time. Of What's the effect of testosterone when you when you're when you're adding it? What <laughs> does it say, do? When you're what? When you're adding it, what does it do? Like, how do you feel, or it what does it? Gives you energy. It 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 just it it does a lot for you. Right. It is a lot. And so when you come off of it, and if you decide to, and some guys are kind of Bro, like, you should never come off of it. Specific signs, symptoms of testosterone deficiency. Ooh. All right, go ahead. Reduced sex drive. I mean, obviously. Go ahead. Reduced erectile function. Isn't that the same thing? Yeah, I think sure. it's the same. Okay. Loss of body hair. Well, I mean, the dude's hairy. Body hair. No, Steve's I'm hairy. hairy, but I'm not I mean, hairy. I don't know, but, but I mean, like, you got a mustache. Right. Less beard growth. Uh, no, no. Same beard growth. Loss of lean muscle mass. Well, that's kind of happened because no lifting weight. Yeah, that happened to me. No lifting weight. Feeling very tired all the time. All the Fatigue. time. Fatigue. Yeah. Fatigue. Yeah. Obesity. Being overweight. You don't look overweight. Well, I've to actually me. lost weight. Yeah. Symptoms of depression. Yes. Interesting, but see, that's not. But 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 what's what what Lux is talking about is not necessarily deficiency. It's that he was adding more fuel in the tank, and then he stopped adding it. Now he's trying to get back to baseline. Yeah, and that's probably not. I don't know. I, I I'm gonna jump back on it and get back right because uh, you really can't come. You can't just come off of it if you've now started not abusing it but using it. Maintenance wise, right? Like, because after a while, your body's just not going to be producing it, bro. Right. And so you're on this maintenance, which is fine. You're going to artificially put it in you, okay? And you can't stop that though. After a while, because you're never going to get back. It's now not producing. Right. How's your sleep? My, with the exception of getting up and going to piss three times a night. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, my sleep's been good. I sleep good. You know, I'm ice cold, freezing. On. Here's the two things that are bothering me. I'm cold all the time. I'm in a sweatshirt 24 hours a day, sleeping full sweats, and I'm in full sweats all day long. Hmm. So I'm freezing all the time, and this has been like 10 to 14 days right now of me being cold for the last 14 days. Right. 
that and I'm losing weight because I have no appetite. Mm, like which makes nothing, you even more colder. Nothing tastes good. Like I taste it, but I start eating it. And I, I thought I had a crate. Nah, I, don't, I get full real fast. It's like hmm. so that stuff's like kind of in my head, fucking with my head. Like what the fuck's going on? Mm. Plus, you know, fifty three start my shoulders really fucking injured. How did you injure your shoulder? It's been I've been overcompensating using this shoulder for fifteen years because. I tore this pack and shoulder. Yeah. And it was all reconstructed. So I started overcompensating. I think over the years, um, this finally were there were some tears or something going on. And finally just fucking it, it fucked off, bro. I was trying to do a dip. And, oh. and, and it almost I collapsed down, right? Yeah. And, and then six months later, I think I'm okay and I'm trying to do a pull-up. Uh. A pull-up. And I just dropped down in fucking pain. I'm like, now I can't like I can lift my arm to about there, but I don't even like changing my T-shirt. Right. It's oh, so shit. painful to put a hoodie on and change my T-shirt, bro. Uh. So I'm not going to go fucking get surgery or go start get going down that avenue because I'm going to be in a bunch of them fucking casts where they have the foam thing. And I'm going to be on that for a while. Plus, shoulder. I had this shoulder reconstructed. That shit is not like the knee or something, bro. Shoulder is, it took me a while. I was fucking three, four months trying to get back to huh. basics with my shoulder. Dude, from my lifting, there's, I got a shoulder that clicks or I don't know what it does. It's never going back. I mean, it's not weakened or it doesn't hurt, but I know for a fact, I did a dip, weighted dips. I went down and I'm not exactly sure what it was, but it felt like tight rubber bands were pulled over something inside my mm. shoulder oh, yeah. and my shoulder was sore after that so after a while i just kind of like babied it did whatever it finally came back it's fine but that shoulder it's never been the same and shoulders are notoriously like fucked. yeah oh yeah right you either aren't gonna have problems which is very few or you're gonna eventually have it's like knees yeah yeah sean do you have any shoulder issues no i got leg issues though yeah, you got a knee thing, man. I got a couple of knee things. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Yeah, those two. Yeah, what about you, Sean? I guess we already talked about it. you. got car trouble. Any other trouble? Sean, kid, he got a chance to... Um, uh, Get a break. Yeah. He yeah. shared it with me. It was yeah. great. Yeah. So what happened? I mean, did His you... first trip away. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, did you get romantic with the old lady? We went out to... Get some food and whatnot. Oh, okay. yeah. Was it like old times? No, it wasn't. <laughs> were you, you know, kind of like, were you guys like giggling, laughing at each other? No, like, oh, it was. Uh, was there any sensitive nipple play? No. <sighs> okay. Oh, we went out and got like um, uh, vegan cheeseburgers. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, because my wife's a vegan. And, uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think me, both of us were like, what is going on? It's weird. It's weird not having him around. Yeah. And, uh, and it was quiet. It was kind of oddly quiet. But, you know, I did do the, like, man, I play video games. I watched movies. I fuck it. He did it all. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I was just thinking, like, dude, if you don't have a kid, you probably have a shit ton of time on your hands. Right. But you don't know that. You don't know that at the time. Right. Because remember all that time that we didn't have kids? <laughs> oh, man. We thought we were overworked. There yeah, wasn't enough time yeah, in the day. Yeah. Then once you have a kid, you look back at your former You're self like, and you go, fuck, you fuck face. You had so much you time. You could have started a business. You could have started three businesses. 
<laughs> you could have been retired by you now. Could have traveled. No, but no, but no. Right. You wanted to eat dark chocolate and drink whiskey and watch yeah. documentaries for entire days on end. <laughs> That's what I did. For sure. <laughs> my whole twenties was marked by drinking and watching documentaries, TV and fucking beer. Huh? Yeah, Ugh. TV and beer. And beer Find man. me a comfortable seat. I got things to do. I'm right. Here, polish off this 12 pack and watch these two back to back horror films. It's true. It's on and Come on over. Right. I was just talking about that on one of my run things where I was like, you know, it's not until you have to actually start calibrating and calculating and strategizing for your me time that you start using it effectively. When you have a total expanse of me time, you will fuck it off. Oh, for sure. You will fuck it off. I mean, dude, my cousin, if we could go into, dude, King Salmon, he's probably got some of the best fuck off stories in the history of mankind because he was independently wealthy at the time. And so he had all this me time. Oh, yeah. It's almost worth documenting just because none of us could ever get, we we couldn't do it. So it'd be, it's like a, it's almost like a, it's almost like a, a human social experiment to just understand what when you have no responsibility and a lot of money and no direction what you what you might get up to bro uh king salmon had a buddy named uh we used to call him late 80s because he had a haircut that looked like joey lawrence right late late 80s bro these guys (gasps) they would pull they would pull late nighters like all just every day like three in the morning. They were Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all nighters, bro. These guys got heavy into RC cars. Oh. Uh, and so, uh, and let me wait, tell you something. Late wait, wait. 80s, wait, wait. late 80s, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, late 80s had a little money too because he was- uh, He was selling weed. He was selling weed. Back when, back when it wasn't legal. Bricks. Bricks. Bricks of weed. Dude, you would go over to his house? Yeah, that, that Mexican brick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Back, dude, the dudes that showed up. can't even find that shit anymore. No, no, no. The dudes that would show up at his house from time to time were some, were some Mexican dudes. And I'm when I say Mexican dudes, yeah, they were like cowboy Mexican right, dudes. Right, trucks. Right. Driving, yeah, and they right. had hats and shit right, like that. Yeah. Like, you never see the, oh, yeah, i never yeah. seen that. Ranchers. Right, rancheros. Farmers, yeah. Border brothers. Right. So, so okay. So, and, dude, you would go over to late 80s house, right? First of all, the decision to go to his house with King Salmon was like a major fucking internal debate. I mean, dude, it makes that thing about the angels and the devil on your shoulder fucking nothing. Because one side of you would be like, first of all, it's going to be free weed. Right. Second of all, there's going to be more fucking video games than you can shake a stick at. Right. Right. And you're going to be able to just fucking roll along. Not one dollar is going to come out of your pocket. You're going to have weed and video games. But what was the downside, Sean? What was the other side? You ain't leaving for like <laughs> hours. You might, even, you might even have to spend the night at Matt's house or something like that because it's going to be a late night. Oh, it is going to be a late night. The night's not even getting started till like 10. But I wanted to say, Go ahead. these guys, they would theorize oh. and go over... Just, you know, that high, they would get high and like invent things. Oh. Just invent things. And oh, so do you these know guys. Any, hey, wait, do you, Steve, have you had any experience getting high with people who are trying to invent shit and take shit apart? <coughs> well, <laughs> <coughs> 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 
I mean, but they weren't. But nobody was smoking weed that was doing that. Everybody right. that smokes weed just smokes weed. Right. But the guys, yeah, when the, when the meth gets busted out, even some of the cocaine dudes start coming up with all sorts of like plans and ideas and. So late eighties, we're gonna do this and let's go get that. Especially the tweak, we get real crazy. You know? Right. Go ahead. Right. Exactly. Well, well, late eighties and King Salmon basically responded to weed like tweak. Okay. Yeah, they did. Right? Yeah, they did. And they we came up with this thing that they were going to make. Uh, make a million dollars off of it. Oh, they were good. Dude, they had plans. They had inventions upon inventions, bro. They were going to be fucking billionaires. Inventors. Oh, are you kidding me? The, I mean, the only thing they didn't have was a whiteboard with shit to write on it. But I have to say, this is pretty crazy. Uh, Go ahead. They hooked up an RC Now, what does RC motor? stand for? Remote, remote control. control. Okay. So like a remote control, like gas powered car, they took one of the engines <laughs> and they hooked it up <laughs> to rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> and they made some like remote control rollerblades. Remote, yeah, so he would have the remote control. <laughs> And he would, you know, use the gas on the remote control to power the skates. That's actually smart. Right. It was kind of smart. They're already already doing something like that now. Yeah. But listen, listen, listen. You know what? The the, the way Sean's describing this, it's kind of- Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Oh, stop. Go ahead. Stop. Go ahead. They have the boards, right, that you ride and you just do the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did, they, did somebody make roller roller skates yet or rollerblades with the remote thing in them? I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Listen. That's a smart idea. Listen. Smart. Whether somebody had it or not, it was way early. Way, way early. Twirly, bro. Twirly. Like, way early, okay? But the way the sequence is kind of being told by Sean, he's sort of talking about, like, the cherry on top of the fucking dessert. Right, like that was the like that might have been their one good idea. Right, that's true. <laughs> that's true. There was a whole bunch of oh, weird yeah. shit beneath that that right. you don't even get right. to. Right, there was probably three months of intense debate between them about what makes a boat float. Right. Not and and by the way, the two of those numbskulls barely finished high school, but then they would be in these massive wizard weed debates. While racing, you know, Al Lunser Jr., I don't know what the fuck they were playing, on 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 the on the fucking TV, right? Racing and arguing about what makes a boat float. Screaming about it eventually. Whatever makes your boat float. On on weed, right? You mean listening to like Bob Marley talking about cooled out and peace and yeah. they would be screaming like they were on like some kind of fucking the fuck? Yeah, like it was a national debate. Boats floating, what cellulose is, you know, all, I mean, right? Just in crazy, intense debates. Yeah. And then late 80s, you know, he had this woman. You remember that woman? Yeah, I can't remember her name, though. I don't either, but but she was she was fine. She was fine. She had some big ass. I mean, and dude, late 80s was a weed dealer. And he had like a coffee table. All right. And that coffee table, it looked like Jamaican Blue Mountains on the coffee table because it was just full of weed. Full of weed. There would be piles of laundry on the floor, but on the fucking coffee table was a pile of weed. 
Yeah, it sounds like a fucking 12-year-old who hit the lottery. I mean, that's what it was. Kinda, yeah. That's what it was. They yeah. would hook, remember when they hooked up uh, a, a full car battery to a romper stomper? Like that tiny little car. You remember romper stompers, bro? No. Romper stompers were tiny motorized cars that were like four by fours, and they had f- those little foam wheels, and you turn it on, and you could put shit in front of it, and it'd go over, and all this other shit. Romper stompers. They hooked one of those up to a legit car battery and burned it out. It like caught fire and melted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so um, yeah, so they invented that. That was smart. But then now what? Yeah, where are you going with that, Sean? I just, uh, you know, no, I don't even remember where we started, but it was somehow it was relevant. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, they. I mean, like you said though, they had a, a hundred other ideas that were just cockamamie. Dude, they would do slot car racing. Oh yeah, they did. Like I don't know. That's, that's an old man thing. It's weird to me though. They would go. He's weirdo, d- dude. They would go to a like a strip mall where somebody had rented out a, an office building, and then they would have slot cars, which are like just basically like electronic race cars. Right. And they oh, would just—they're like the cars with no wheel, no engines on them, just the wooden ones, and just. Roll them down the slots, right? Kind of, yeah. But these they ones were electronic now. Really? But, but you it, put them on an electric track or whatever, and they oh. would go around, and you'd use like a thing. Oh, to make... that's that's that's. But that okay, gotcha. Anyway, my point is, is like, <coughs> yeah, that was insane. And then so anyway, the point is, oh, this was the point. So you'd you'd be like, fuck, free weed, lots of video games, but I'm never going to bed. Never going to bed. That was never a problem for me. That was never even a. I never thought about stuff like that. <laughs> about going to bed? About like the bedtime. Like, every day was up until two, three in the morning. That's oh, bro, you'd go over there. First of all, they would they would pass around this bong with a carb on it. Oh yeah, remember that? Oh, yeah. man. Dude, this bong would come on. Okay, but you would fucking you know smoke it, you know, because you were over there. And dude, I, you I would always get too high. Me too. Oh, it's too high, bro. Like, like, well, it's too high. Too high is when you start asking yourself, how much higher am I going to get? That's like, what you smoke for, no? No, I don't know what I smoke for, to be honest with you. Like, <sighs> I would hit this weed, right? I'd watch them, and I'd be perplexed. How could King Salmon and Late 80 smoke like that? I'd just be perplexed. And it would come to me, and I'd be like, right, I'm just going to take like a half toke, but I'm going to make it look like a full toke. Right, because I don't want to be no punk. Yeah, I don't want to look like a bitch in front of these dudes, these front of these idiots. <laughs> I'm trying to maintain my male image in front of these idiots. So I'm like, I'm gonna take a half toke. It happened every time. I'm gonna take a half toke, but I'm gonna make it look like a full toke, <laughs> and then I'm gonna be able to manage the the high. So I'd be like, you know, and this is with this Mexican weed, right? This yeah, weed. yeah. yeah. So then I pass it, you know, and you come around, you know. And well, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. It wasn't with the Mexican weed because he sold the Mexican weed, but he would get good stuff too. Yeah, he was. So a, you were probably smoking the his good shit. shit. I, we were smoking his shit. Yeah, and we were on his. And and he was growing weed too, man. He had a fucking full grow room, and he had. He also had like some hidden hillside. Yes, you, bro. I went with him to fucking get the fuck I swear out of here. To God, you went with him. What yeah. happened? Okay, so how so, did you get over there? Okay, so first of all, he he knew. 
like these little grow spots, like, like around, do around creeks and shit like that. So he like said, in Concord, yeah, in Concord, or like Walnut Creek. Yeah, yeah, this was in Martinez, the one that. So it was like over in the hills, right? Right. So we were on a, some back road. Wait a second. How did you get invited to go with him? Okay, so he needed somebody. So apparently he had hiked through the creek, right? And he went to one of the spots, and someone had already set up there. They had already started growing. He was like, whoa, what the fuck? So he found this little spot that someone, you know, it was his spot, but someone else was growing there. So he's like, yo, man, we're going to go out late night and get some flashlights, and we're going to dig up these plants, and then we're going to come back and plant them in these planters that I have at my house. So I went with him. He's like, and then whatever we sell them for, we'll split it 50-50. Damn. And I was like, okay, cool. And then so we went out what, there. What car did you guys go out in his Mo Betta no, RX-7? It was, a, it was a truck. He had like a white truck. Okay. So we went out there. <laughs> can we you imagine, wait, Steve, can you imagine fucking old Blue Eyes on a weird covert weed run? <laughs> with King Salmon. Not with no, King Salmon, with, with late 80s. King Salmon could never okay, grow okay, weed. Okay, okay. Go ahead. So uh, so we went out there, and we had a bunch of um, buckets, white buckets. And so we went out there, and I think there was more than we could take. So we, like, we dug up some of them, and we put them in the buckets, so we covered with some, with some uh, dirt or whatever. But when we were going back, we had to lay them down because they right. couldn't stand up. Right, because right? you'd be driving around with a bunch of weed plants in the back of a truck. Yeah. What so time of night was this? It was like early dusk. Oh, so it wasn't even in the middle of the night. No, no. There's still a little bit of light, but it was like going down. Did it wasn't, you, wasn't did, that far off the road. Did so. you snap any branches off and put them in your pocket? No, no. Okay. They hadn't flowered yet. Mm. Oh. So he wanted to move them because they had gotten tall. Right. But they, you know, he wanted to finish the grow at his house. Right. So So we uh, we put them in the truck. We headed home. And then... Uh, and then he would put him in his back. He just pulled the truck into his backyard and then take, took right, them all out right. or whatever. And then, uh, but you know what? They didn't survive. How do you they know? They didn't survive the transplant. How do you I know? Went, Cause I went over there. I was, and, uh, they just died. Fuck. So Shot. you got nothing out of I got that. nothing. Yeah. Just kind of like how that deal was when <laughs> they wanted to fix your car. Right, right, uh, and then the whole bumper piece came up missing. Dude's listening to your oh, music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrong engine got yeah. ordered. Hey, listen, bro. We yeah, yeah, and that was another things, one of Matt's things friends. Things aren't working too. out with yeah. you, bro. Yeah, no, man. Yeah. And he's the same guy that stole Matt's car. No, no, a different guy, but okay. one same crew. Yeah, same crew. That yeah, was, they all know each other. Yeah, they I still would go up there and fucking fuck repo up. some cars, dog. God, yeah. go. I'll show up right at their front door. Yeah. I'm talking about, man, I'm going to come in and take all the shit I want. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, what, what, what? Name your two favorite toys growing up. My two favorite toys? You got, so you got one minute to describe each one. You got 30 seconds to describe each one. I'd say Castle Grayskull. Which was? Was the He-Man Castle. It had the the throne that you would turn and the fucking oh yeah uh, yeah you could the shoot trap arrows door and shit. Yeah. the trap door would come you know down or whatever Castle Grayskull I played with that a ton mm. and then probably hmm. dude you know what I actually say I, I had a v, I had a VHS in my room 
Uh-huh. I mean, dude, I use that like fucking fuck when you were a kid. Yeah, man. when I was a kid. Actually, it was a beta. It was a beta because my Wait, my, my right. parents got a beta yeah, max. My parents got a VHS, so they gave me the beta. Beta max. Yeah. And I was able to rent whatever movies or whatever. And... Yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah. my fearless friend. Yeah, he was into that. That's a good one. Were revealed to me the day yeah, I held off my, my magic sword, sword and said, "By the power of Grayskull, <laughs> I have the power." Dude, I never. That's uh, dope. That's a good toy. Yeah. Sounds like a good toy. You know what? I didn't realize that his voice was so lame. Yeah. 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 Tumon? Um, I'm going to have to say Transformers, the originals. I'm talking about Optimus Prime and all them uh, sick ass wow. fools. Fucking uh, Megatron, all them fools. And then I'm going to have to say, straight up, bro, G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I had that motherfucker. I had that mother. <laughs> I had the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier in fifth Man. grade. And back then, bro, that toy cost a hundred bucks. That was a big ass toy. Yeah. It was like six feet long. Uh, you could land a fucking, you know, a G.I. Joe fucking jet on that motherfucker. Couple of them. Couple of them. Had a fucking tail hook long before the scandal. Had fucking, you know, a turret and all this shit. And I had it, I mean, put together. I put it together. Stickers, big ass stickers in my front, in the living room. Looked like it was cruising in the fucking Adriatic Sea in my living room. Shit was badass. Got hundred bucks. Because I did so well in school that year. Uh My dad said, all right, I'm going to buy you one thing. And you better choose wisely, fuckface. But whatever it is, I'm going to buy it for you. Now, this fat kid, what did I choose? Did I choose a fucking blank? Some fucking boxing gun? No, I was like, I knew instantly before you. Right. Aircraft carrier. Just like that. And I had it, and I played with it, and everyone in the fucking apartment complex was like, oh, they came and, I mean, dude, it was like a whole thing, right? Best week of my life. Then, Sunday morning, I came out. Aircraft carrier was smashed to oh, fucking splinters. Shit. Why? There was a little bit of dried blood on the fucking <laughs> deck of the fucking. Dad busts his knee on it. The night. <laughs> listen. The night before, my dad and his Indian friends. Mm. We're just having a little get together, a little soiree, you know, yeah. little drinks, little nightlife. And they were sitting around a table with a bottle of mezcal. Oh. Right? There was a one guy named Bill Schaff, big fucking Chippewa guy, six foot. And my dad. And both of those guys, you know, to have a little bit to drink, they don't necessarily know how to resolve their differences. Mm hmm. And so, you know, I knew something happened. I didn't know what happened. So finally, my dad gets up at like 11 or whatever, right? I go, Dad, what the, the aircraft carrier? And he goes, oh, yeah. He was happy about it. Right. 
He was like, yeah, it was great. I go, what are you? <laughs> Your shit's torn into pieces. And Jeff's like, oh, yeah, son. Let me tell you about that, boy. Did we have a good time. Let me tell you. Sit down. He goes like, yeah, you're going to love this. Listen. Yeah, yeah, let me listen. So listen, we, I, there was like an argument or something. Bill Schaff was being an asshole. Oh, yeah. Right? That's what he was saying. And he goes, and and he jumped up and he's like, you want to fight? And I jumped up and I said, yeah, let's fucking fight. <laughs> he goes, so, and Bill Schaff, you know, and he goes, Bill Starude was there and Frank was there and blah, blah, blah was there. And they all just got quiet. And it was showdown. And so Bill and I squared off, and he goes, I fucking, and then my dad's like 300 pounds at this point, right? My dad goes, I threw three, two karate kicks. He never took karate. Threw right. Two karate kicks, and he said, it threw Bill Schaff off, and he said, then I went down and did an uppercut as hard as I fucking could. He said, I actually lifted Bill Schaff off, off the, the ground. ground. Mm-hmm. And he said, he flew back and he landed on the aircraft carrier perfectly. Mm-hmm. And he was out. You could almost see Tweety Birds around his head. <laughs> he said, Frank Starud ran around. Uh, Bill St- uh, Frank Wright ran around yelling, that's an Indian, uh, Indian, Indian record. Indian record. Because nobody had ever seen Bill Schaff get knocked out before. So my dad was real happy about it. Uh, and he never replaced. Hey, bro, it. like father, like son, because yeah. this guy, this guy. Wait, 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 wait. You gotta tell us a story about the karate. He uh, he got into a uh, a karate bout mm-hmm. with a with a kid. It was a neighborhood fucking exhibition match. Yeah. What happened? I was, you know, I don't think it'd surprise you or any of our listeners that I was running my mouth. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking spinning and yarn. And I was uh, I was probably in second grade, and I probably just got done watching Enter the Dragon. And I don't know if anybody pumped up. you're pumped up. Yeah, Mister and Missus Earbuds, you might be too young. Some of you might know, but there's something that comes over you when you watch Enter the Dragon. It doesn't matter if you even understand what the fuck is going on in the movie. There's like an energy that comes over you. And you start to think like you might know karate. And you, I mean, I By osmosis. Oh, dude, start right. karate fighting in the parking lot of the movie theater. Right. Right? You walk out of Hold that. Hold that empty popcorn container. I'm going to kick it out of your hand. <laughs> and you start yelling. Because half of the fun of, of, of kung fu is yelling. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Because, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Bruce Lee has those crazy fucking. <laughs> when he jumps on Bolo and he makes that look in his face like, hey, uh, it's like a crazy mill. So I was like, so like I came back to the neighborhood and I told everybody I knew Kung Fu. I told everybody, I was like, yeah, I know fucking Kung Fu. What do you mean? I just lie in my fucking ass off. You know Kung Fu? And that was long before now. Now you got MMA. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, pull yeah. that shit anymore. But, but 1980 or whatever, 82 America, you could pull that shit. Yes. Because remember... Elvis was telling people he knew Kung Fu. Right. He was in a sequin suit right. looking like Liberace. And everybody was getting lessons from fucking Chuck Norris. <laughs> That's right. I told everybody I knew Kung Fu. And then with the little bit of an older kid, Bobby, he was a bad kid. Bad kid. Why? Because he was already had a pack of cigarettes and matches. And we were always trying to fucking. So Bobby said, like, you don't know Kung Fu. I was like, motherfucker, you want me to show you? Because I'll show you. You don't test. Don't test. So he's like, yeah. So I, I said, tell you what, 2 o'clock today. And everybody, I'm talking about Janet. I'm talking about Lyle. I'm talking about all these fools. Warren, 
They were all ready for the big show. Two o'clock, Bobby's front yard. So I like went home and I was, and like after I, I mean, as soon as I set the time and the date, I went home and I was like, man, what the fuck am I gonna do? I don't know shit about kung fu. I don't know anything. And I, I told them, they're like, you have a belt? I'm like, hell yeah, I got a belt. What do you mean? They're like, you got like the fucking clothes? I'm like, hell yeah, I got the clothes. What the fuck do you mean? So I went home and I was like, shit, man, I got to put something together quick. I only got a couple hours to pull this out. And I fucking found these light powder blue pajamas that, that were like the stretchy cuff. So it kind of looked like those black pants that Bruce Lee wore. Right? Tight, like runners, like the kids are wearing now. Mm-mm-mm. Right. Joggers. Joggers, whatever. Yeah, runners, joggers, whatever. Fucking trotters, whatever they're called. So, like, I had a powder blue one of those. And then I was like, what am I going to use for a belt? And I legit, like, went and got, like, a belt. And I'm like, they'll know this isn't a karate belt because it's got a buckle on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I looked around, and the only thing I had was a, a, a plaid robe. And it had a belt. And it was a plaid belt but it was at least when you tied which is kind of like what they use in karate and kung fu right like you tie that so i fucking i didn't have any top i went with no shirt i had no shoes i was like no you know kung fu you don't wear shoes it's fucking barefoot you gotta feel the earth and like i fucking tied that thing around my powder blue fucking pajamas i started walking out the door (laughs) and my dad was right there bro my dad didn't say shit he's like be back before dark his son was walking outside, powder blue pajamas, no other clothes, and a fucking plaid fucking rope belt, and he didn't even stop me. <laughs> I mean, it's a different America than we live in now. Right? What, hey, Sean, what are the chances that you're going to let Bucks walk outside uh, with just some pajama bottoms uh, on and just walk <laughs> around your neighborhood? I don't know, man. I let him go outside in just his underwear sometimes. So. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah. But I'm usually with him. Right. Not by you, himself. Right. You don't let him go by himself and no. tell him, be back before dark? Right. No. <laughs> so I go down there. There's, and by the way, there's already like a group, people that I don't even know that weren't there for the initial conversation somehow caught wind of this fucking thing. So now they're all there. Bobby's there and I'm there. And I show up. And now, it, what's crazy, the craziest part of this story to me is that not a single person said, hey, man, you're just wearing pajama bottoms. <laughs> That's the craziest part. Because you had them full, too. Right. Nobody like, He's in his karate out, his kung fu outfit. <laughs> no one said, like, hey, man, yeah. I've never seen anyone with a kung fu plaid belt. That's not a level in kung fu that I know right. about. Not, nobody said a word. That was before the internet. Cell phones, all that shit. You could, you could really lie. Back then, you didn't have to be so good with the lie. Yeah. Nobody could look it up. And so there was like a circle. Bobby comes out, right? And he was like listening to ACDC and shit like that. That was the kind of kid he was. He was like a tough dude, right? So we were like circling around. I didn't know what I was doing. And I, and I was like trying to bounce around like I saw Bruce Lee. You know what I mean? Like. You know, bouncing leg to leg, you know, switching both sides. I was thumbing my nose a little bit, like, you know, <sighs> you know, like, you know, putting my one thing, trying to remember what I saw and enter the dragon. So I just, I fucking just, it's, I don't know what happened. I tried to do, I just did whatever I did as fast as I could. I just thought maybe the only thing that will help me here is some speed. Right. Whatever I did as fast as I could, I can't even tell you, but Bobby was on the ground. 
on the fucking ground. Right? And then when I started like bouncing back and forth, like I started getting kind of cocky and I was like, yeah, see? See what happens? I fucking told you. I didn't even do everything on you and shit like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And the kids. Woo! Boy, you would have thought I invented air. But they were like, wow, that guy. And then I was like, yeah. And then Bobby started to like lift his head and get up and something in me, I don't know, it was like some mean part of me, some fucking dick part of me, I, uh, some scared part of me was like, you know what? I got to put an end to this right now. <laughs> I can't let him get up. Nope. And I fucking kicked him in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> his face <sighs> hit the ground so hard he had blood and grass coming out of his nose. <laughs> like, fucked up. I, <laughs> kid didn't want no more. He wasn't asking if you knew God Boy after that, huh? <laughs> God was fucking, did he start running home? Was he crying? I mean, he was crying. He got up and it was like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, right, yeah. right. And then I felt bad. bad right, I sure. felt real bad. But it was over. Right. And I had, nobody had any questions. And you were a kung fu star. And I was a kung fu star. And you know what? Bobby and and I became best friends after that. Happens like that sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were best friends after that. We were smoking and lying together after that. Dude, we would lie. Dude, would you lie when you were a kid? Like, when you were with your friends, would you tell some fucking crazy lies? When you're a kid, you lie. I mean, yeah. Not crazy lies, but. Oh, crazy. Yeah, like what? Like to fit in or whatever. There, I, I don't even know, dude. I dude, I would sometimes tell lies that didn't weren't about fitting in. But I remember like a lot of my friends would be. Telling hey, me Sean's some lies were crazy. like, uh, "What are you talking about? I don't know." Right, <laughs> right. Sure, sure. Whatever you say, that's fine. Yes, I've done that too, <laughs> dude. I remember that I would sit around in a fucking with the kids, and we would talk about how each one of us had seen the devil. Just straight up lying, bro. Wow. Yeah, we'd be like, "Oh, you saw the devil too? Oh, I did too. I said I saw. He was smoke. I could smell smoke. <laughs> what? <laughs> like I'm not kidding. Second grade or ghosts? You ever lie about seeing ghosts? No, never lied about seeing ghosts. Dude, I used to lie my ass off about seeing ghosts when I was a kid. Oh yeah, sure, I've seen ghosts. You better believe it. What? Shit, just, just I wanted just, to see a ghost though. Yeah, I mean. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I would just... And then everyone else would tell some crazy shit. They'd be like, oh, yeah. This one kid tried to tell me... Dude, this one kid tried to tell me that he could he could kind of see the future. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah. I got like one time, um, I was supposed to get a ride home with my friend, and I, I got this weird feeling over my body. And I said, I'm not getting in that car. And you know what? That friend was driving down the road, and a gasoline truck exploded on the freeway. <laughs> and I was like, no shit. Well, let me tell you about these ghosts I know. Uh, you never had any of that? No, no. Wow, man. What did you do in elementary, bro? Like, what were you doing? Fucking breaking bottles and windows and riding around with my friends, fucking pulling fire alarms and fucking doing crazy shit. That kind of shit. Dude. We went to ro- rode a lot of bikes, man. I don't know. Maybe we, we spent too much time riding bikes. But when tires. you ride bikes, like, what do you do? Were you trying to do jumps and shit? Yeah, we would ride out to, like, these places where they would do, like, BMX races. And then we would, like, jump off the jumps. Or or there's, like, parts down by the creek or whatever that had, like, jumps that someone made. And yeah. we'd ride to those places. What was your candy of choice back then? Like, what were you rolling? 
Dude, you know what? I went for uh, quantity over quality, <laughs> and I would always get like a big league. Chew. Not big league chew. What's the other one? That big bar, it was like long. It was like three Charleston long. Chew. Charleston Chew, yeah. Yeah, they had that. three flavors. They had chocolate, oh, strawberry. I didn't even know that. Yeah, they had three flavors. <laughs> I just grabbed that or whatever. Charleston Chew was mostly just nougat. Nougat, yeah. chocolate covered nougat. And you'd be like chewing on it for like, I don't know, like an hour or whatever. Right. Yeah. Charleston Chew, that's fucking yeah. hilarious, bro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude. Uh, Steve, what was make your a little cup of coffee? That's all. What's up? Uh, what, what, uh, make your coffee. We'll talk about. We'll, we'll ask you your question when you come back that you put to us. Question you put to us. What was your toy, bro? Favorite toys. Um, the evil Knievel. Ooh, oh, the, he was like you wind it. And yeah, let him go right. Yeah. yeah. You would you set him on thing and you wind it and you hit the thing and he'd take off and he could do jumps and spin and I played with that fucking toy so much, bro. And he went in the street and somebody ran him over. You know, damn. But that was that's number one. And then number two was Stretch Armstrong. Yes. Oh, I remember Dude, that. Man. Oh so my God. I was I just about to say that. Like, I was obsessed with that fucking thing, right? And so then my sister and me get into a fight and it's in the morning. We're leaving for school. And she goes back in the house and does something and leaves. And then when I come back from school that day and go into the closet to get my Stretch Armstrong, Stretch Armstrong is all deflated, and there's this this red juice oh. that's all over the floor. It's like it won't even come up. It's like, and what did she do? A fucking pencil in between his legs. The sharp pencil popped him. Why between like, his what? legs? That's fucked up. Yeah, that's psychological. So she deflated my guy. I was crying. My mom was all mad. They promised they were gonna get me another one, but never did. Those are my two favorite toys. Dude, I knew a kid that had fucking world wrestling uh, WWF ring with all the guys. Do you remember wow. that? Yeah, I remember that. He had all the guys? He had all the guys. Special K. Special K is here, everybody. Um, you know what else I had that fucking I loved? I had this, like, um, man, back in the 80s, they had these replica guns. Yeah. And I had, like, a Mac 10, like cap pistol like it it was like you put batteries in it and then you pull uh, the trigger and it would, like, bop, 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 it would like uh, do the paper caps or whatever uh, and it had bro. like a fucking do you remember that those dude do you remember the paper caps yeah with fucking round orange ring yeah with the little oh yeah those ones too but i'm but talking then, about the the paper caps. yeah those are plastic oh you're talking about the paper caps. strip yes yes the little cap guns. Yeah. Oh, fuck that shit. that shit. I do, dude, dude. That shit used to piss me off because if you put it in a revolver, it was sometimes would get off of yeah, the line. Yeah. You have to keep adjusting it to yeah. make it. But yeah, dude, they used to give kids paper fucking caps with little gumbotter shit in it. Right. And you right. go around and shoot each other. Well, yeah. I mean, they used I, to I love make the smell. I love those, bro. So I love the smell of that shit, yeah. bro. I'd be you know like, what I like, too, is those, remember those little candy cigarettes? Oh, yeah. hell yeah. And, like, and right when you pull them out, you could yeah. blow and the smoke would come yeah, out. Yeah, they'd be like powdered sugar or whatever right, right, that was. Right, right, right. Oh, I love that. I love those. But yeah. I remember in the 80s, man, they made a ton of guns that were like die cast oh. metal. Oh. This was before... They had a red tip or orange tip this is, or whatever. This, this, is, this is what led to cops shooting kids. Right. Yeah. Because you would have like a nine millimeter and it would be heavy as fuck. It'd be made right. out of black gun metal. Yeah. You'd be pointing at that shit, <laughs> fucking killing people, getting into arguments like, hey, I killed you. No, you didn't. 
Yes, I, I did. I shot you first. No, you didn't. I shot you first. No man. way. You couldn't have hit me from there. Not in a real gun. That's too right. far away. You can't see that. I didn't even see you. You didn't aim. even aim. Yeah, you didn't even <laughs> aim. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, probably fucking great. special K probably laughs at this shit. Look He's at like, those analog assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at those analog assholes. That's you can't get in an argument about whether or not you got shot when you play a shooter game. Cause that shit'll register. Analog assholes running around pointing shit that doesn't even fire at each other. It's crazy. Right. I actually did have one of those guns. Did you? Which I, one? Uh, I have a Mac eleven. Uh, oh yeah. BB gun? Yeah. Like, like it's really like Dude, I shot my friend with a BB gun. Do some of them airsoft guns look pretty fucking... Hey, I had a 10-pump pellet rifle, motherfucker. Damn. And I did kill some shit with that. And when I was living on an island, I fucking pumped that thing, and my buddy was like, hey, and I just looked at him, I go, you got 10 seconds to run. Uh -oh. And he was like, oh! And I'm like, he's like, don't please die. I'm like, 10. No, you shot him. <laughs> oh, he started running, boy. He took off for the hills. He was like, "Think, don't fail me now!" And he took off running, and I did. I shot him, but I, I only shot him in the ankle. Was it one pump or what? what? Yeah, it was one, one pump. pump. In the ankle. Ah, oh, I got shot. Did A you? Friend shot me. Man, that fucking hurts. <laughs> Woo, <laughs> boy. Uh, yeah, that ain't no fun, bro. Dude, <sighs> what? We were just talking about this. Uh, one of my an old friend of mine. Yeah, he. Uh, we went over to his house. He was emancipated. So hold, hold on a second. Hey, get a fucking mic out of the thing and get this shit going. Yeah, we can't put him on. We'll yeah. have to All put right, him on ahead. in a minute. I, yeah, but uh, my friend was emancipated, so he had his own apartment. Oh man, that's big time. Right in high school. Right, that's big time, bro. Yeah, it that's was big, big time. time. It was big time. It was big time trouble. Uh, yeah. If you're, hey, listen. If you're a parent and your your son or daughter has a friend in high school that's emancipated, get yeah. Don't let them out. hang out. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. Um. But I went over there and they were like, "Hey, yo, initiation. You have to get shot in the <laughs> ass with the BB gun. Everybody's done it. It's no big deal. Right. Apparently." I was the only one that got shot. Ah, of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. A desk pop. Everybody's got to do a desk pop. As soon pop. as they say everybody, yeah. that way you know nobody. Right. You're right. the everybody. Right. Wait, so how did they shoot you? Uh, it was like one of those pump ones. Yeah. yeah you pull you your pump, panties down? Pump, he's like, just one pump. It's just one pump. Mm -hmm. Boy. Oh, where were you? Where were you, you standing? Did you pull your panties down? And I didn't pull my panties down. <laughs> where were you standing? At the end of the hallway, it was like, you know. Oh. Did you turn hallway. around? Oh, yeah. I didn't want to get shot in the face. Right. So you turned Shot me right in the ass. In the ass? Yeah. Uh, like on a on cheek? On a cheek. Or right in the middle? Like right in the middle of a cheek. <laughs> in the middle of a cheek. <laughs> and what did you do to it? Oh, man. That hurts so fucking. And you know what? I <laughs> did think you have it was a one of those. Uh, not the BB. Yeah, pellet. Oh, no, yeah. That's, that's yeah. got a tip bro. on it, bro. Bro. The pellet gun? You're lucky you didn't get an infection and blood poisoning. Well, it didn't penetrate my... my Did you have head. a welt? Oh, yeah. I had a welt. Sure. <laughs> you go in the mirror and look at your butt cheek and you're like, God damn. I hurt like that. a motherfucker, man. Yeah. Hey, we, we had those we had those airsoft guns. I was just writing the other night. I was adding chapters to my book. And I went into the whole uh, me and Polly B in Japan with airsoft guns. Right. And you got to remember, man, this is like, this is like 1993. Airsoft guns had just come out, dude. And Japan had all the technology. They're the ones that made the airsoft gun. Right. So they got these fucking, we walk into this store, bro, and they've got Mini 14s, and Max, and Uzis, and all these different 
But they got these six hours, right? Yeah. And me and Polly had just bought a couple of six hours in real life in LA. So we saw these six hours, like, let's get six hours. So we both get them. And man, we load these fucking things up with the airsoft pellets. Yeah. And you cock it one time. These fucking things, dude. If you got shot with it, you'd be hurting. So we're shooting people all over the streets of Japan, dog. <laughs> shot a These fucking Japanese dude on his bike. Don't... And he crashes his bicycle. Like, <laughs> we're doing a fucked up shit, dog. Polly B shot, went, uh, uh, we pull right up on a fucking cab, and the cab looks over, he shoots him in the face. And we, yeah. That's what the I guy did. saw it, it goes like that, and they <laughs> caught a couple. So, point blank. So, we're shooting all these people. We probably got about, about 20 hits by the time we get to the hotel. So, once we're in the hotel, we're doing different shit, and Estelle's like playing with my gun and pointing it out the hotel window, like, damn, I'll park in this little bam. And then he's like, hey, however, shoot Polly. So, we go into Polly's room, Polly's fucking nodding out he's on the couch oh no he's like that and he's got like a soda pop in his hand right like a pepsi or some guy's and he's like and we go in there and he's like yeah look at this fat fucker and and probably be like <laughs> the door opens probably like looks at us and then he looks and goes back to him step on pulls it. <laughs> and he's standing over him bro and i'm like bro don't shoot him like that though. that's fucked up <laughs> And Polly B opens his eyes and looks at him, and he's holding the Pepsi like this, and he goes, nah, bro. And as soon as, before he can say, finish the sentence, Esteban just shoots him right in the fucking forehead. <laughs> like, could have taken his eye out. Yeah. Right, for sure. B was above him. He said, I was trying to shoot him on the top of the head. He on right in the forehead, bro. Polly B, the soda goes all over. <laughs> Dude, he had a fucking welt. Just to the side, just to the side. He had like a welt, dude. Looked like it was from head, India, dude. huh? He had a welt on his forehead, dude, the whole next day. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Why don't we take a quick break? Then we got Special K with us. Um, Umbreque. Umbreque. Uh, and, uh, and then let's come back. All right. All right. Umbreque. It wasn't a the making of Goodfellas, but it was a behind the scenes. Wait, wait, start that over. It was a behind the scenes of You're Good, talking... Goodfellas. So you saw a special? I saw a two hour special on it, and it's not the be. It's not the making of. It's not the one that comes with like the Goodfellas. This was a special that they did, and this special was all about. Scorsese and how this film got, how it even came to be, how it got financed, the studios and the actors and everything. What did you see it on? Um, I took a picture of it and sent it to Esteban. It was, and I told him to watch it. It was, the process and how Scorsese makes films, he really lets you in, bro, on all this shit. And it's, it's amazing, bro. It's amazing. Let's see. Yeah, but there's some great jewels I was going to share with you guys. Okay. About it. We'll just we'll just bring it up in this one. Let's see. All right, so let's see. It's on. I'll tell you right now. It was on. Here we go. I'll tell you exactly when this was on during the week, and it was on. It was re reels, R E E L Z. Uh. That's the channel, and it was Goodfellas Behind Closed Doors, it's called. 
For Goodfellas, all the roles have been cast, a powerhouse of talent. The actors set out to discover and develop their characters, transforming words on a page into powerful performances. But as shooting begins off camera, even the most seasoned among them has doubts and nearly quits the film. Polly. Never played it. But there's way better parts than this. Yeah, I know, but dude, look at, look at, oh my God. Dude, Polly now? The Polly now? The guy looks crazy looking. The dead hair. How do I get that on? Man. If you could see the way Polly looks now, I mean, he looks like a, he looks fucked up, bro. Like well, he's getting older. I mean, how's the guy I mean, supposed to look? He's hair. supposed to look like twenty five years ago. No, 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 no. But he ain't supposed to have hair like that. <sighs> that hair make that hair makes him look like like from Abbey and Costello or something. Like mm. some his whoever his fucking person is needs to fucking Polly needs to tell him like, hey, no, fix the hair. Because, you know, it looks crazy. Mm. How do I get you to see this? You can share the screen. No, I know you can share. Thank you for the tech support. <laughs> we got this thing set up in a weird way, so that's the reason why. The sound can come from this one, but the fucking... Let me see. Let me show you. <laughs> I love how Steve kind of is like a little defensive of, of Polly's new look. I'm just saying... <sighs> What is it, Goodfellas? Huh. Behind the closed door? Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is... <coughs> it's so good, dude. It's so special. Yeah, but where's this Polly? Okay, oh, watch. Look. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Sean, doesn't that look a little weird? Like his hair. I didn't know that picture is well, the one like you were. I thought you were. I thought you were talking about a different photo of him. No, I'm looking at that. First of all, look at his eyes, bro. His eyes look like. It looks like there's an octopus like on top of his <laughs> fucking skull. <laughs> you know what that looks like? It it honestly looks like. Because that's him here talking in it too. Look. That part look now. See, he looks normal there, right here. That's he looks, what I didn't understand. Looks like they woke him right up yeah, out of like a hangover right. sleep. That don't look right. Right. I'm not talking about him yeah. being. He looks old and good, fellas, because he's the older guy. Right. Now, he's supposed to seasoned. All right. Let me take a piss. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> look at that face, man. Man, that's not cool, bro. That they even put him on camera like that. That's what I'm trying to say. His motherfucker looks like he's been up all night on coke. (laughs) Scotch and coke. Hey, can you fucking do a line? Do a big line so we can get this interview out of the way. He's like, wait, I got to do, I need a fucking shot of whiskey to come down a little bit so I can do this interview with you guys. I've been going 100 miles an hour all night. Let me just slow it down a little bit here so I can do this interview. Uh, Is everyone triggered or whatever you call that? Is everybody triggered? Are you triggered? I'm not triggered triggered yet. Are you triggered? Damn. (laughs) Why do I always want a cigarette when we start going? Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay with that? (sighs) Are you triggered? How's your your headphone level? Uh, Headphone's good. Headphone's good. (laughs) 
Dude, I got a great dude. He was the. I got a great story. I got a great special case story about yesterday in court. It was great. It was. I wish I could have recorded. You went to court with him? No, 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 no. Don't even yeah. start. Don't even start. Let's get into everything. Let's start another. One. Okay. Let's right. go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. You want to do another show? Really? Or is that um, like a pause in the middle? No, this is a new show. Fuck yeah, that. but we didn't end the show. Why don't you record this part and let's end that show and start the new one? Start recording now and be like, I'm oh. already recording. Oh, okay. So that that was the end of the Okay. So like we say about this time, <laughs> adios amigos. Like we do about this time. <laughs> adios amigos. <laughs> Adios, amigos. Yeah, adios. All right, that's the end of that show. Look, show. Show. Thank you.